Hello again, Dwayne Brummett here with Allie Alvarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Uh, Allie, Happy New Year to you. Yeah, as well. To you, to you as well. I mean, I'm excited. Um, well, I'm, I'm excited to be on this call for two reasons. One, because we, I, I screwed things up so badly last week where I could not get online. Um, and two, because the topic is amazing. And, and I had a whole week to think about it. And I was really, after you, after we kind of thought about it and you came up with an idea, I, I was like, wow, this is great. So I actually did a spiritual talk on my lunchtime chat with Allie, not on the business side, but, um, you know, uh, more on this, on this whole concept. So I'm excited, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the new year as well. I'm, I'm like that. Are you like that too? Like, you know, new year, you're banging out ideas and you stick to them throughout the whole year and you, you stay with it. And, and, you know, like, uh, you know, it's just for me, every, it's only a silly thing. It's a calendar turn, right? It's only a, yeah. it's, it's only a time on the calendar, but some reason it's like a restart, a reset, a, you know, a re-motivate. Um, and uh, I find that interesting. So what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I used to think that New Year's resolutions was something that you were supposed to do. And so you, right. you made them and then you, and then you broke them and then that became the routine. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, uh, the idea of, of goals and goal setting, you know, that's that's really when everything started all over again. Um, yeah. But the thing that I found mainly is that when, and I I, I forget the uh, uh, Emerson the Emerson quote, but uh, anyways, basically he was talking about you know what what use of it is it to make all these amendments if the same old lawbreaker is to is to you know um, to keep them. So. Uh, you know, he, here I am, uh, not, you know, saying I'm going to do this at New Year's resolution, but I, 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 I didn't. I'm still the same old lawbreaker. And what does that mean? I, I'm not getting up early, or I'm not reading the 20 minutes, or I'm not uh, exercising, or I'm not doing this. If I, if, and so I found that, uh, honestly, uh, the the goals that needed to happen were I needed to have some obviously. Uh, some, you know, goals in my business, goals in my personal life, those type of things. But the other thing was I needed to have goals that would, um, that would help me change habits. And I, and, and, and that's what I found. And then routines. Um, so that's what I found to be the biggest, biggest change. Um, and so that's why we titled this to be uh, resolute. You know, the three things that you have to focus on to grow your business this year, not resolution, uh, to be resolute in growing your business and, and by implementing these three things. So I'm excited about our topic today. Yeah, me too. And you know, it's funny, you know, like looking up certain words, I, I love, I love the interest the, the intricacies of the human language. Like, you know, just like where words came from and what they actually were intended to mean and how so many times it's morphed into something different, new, unique, and so on. So I, I, um, I love the fact that, uh, a word simple as, you know, resolute, you know, like could, and it, it ties into resolutions and ties into uh, all these other things. Um, but, but the real simplicity of the human language is the root cause or the root meaning of that word was so much more powerful before it kind of got watered down. If, does that make sense? So like, you know, you, we were just chatting, right? We said like resolutions, right? That's where you said just a second ago where, you know, you make a resolution and you break it a month later, right? Like right now my kickboxing classes are booming 
everyone's got that New Year's resolution. Get fit, get in the best shape of their life. They made it. They made the commitment. Some of them even took the step and came in, and some of them are actually coming to the class. Um, that's a shocker. Like most of the time, people stop before that even happens. They just make the resolution and go, I'm going to get in great shape and do nothing about it. Right. But um, but anyway, so that word resolute to be resolute is just amazing. So so why don't you kind of take it? Let's let's talk about how that word means so much in a business, being an owner of a business, you know, like what or or being a disciplined entrepreneur, not a wantrepreneur, an entrepreneur. Yeah. Isn't that where we found ourselves maybe in the beginning as we are a wantrepreneur? Uh, right. And from time to time, time to time, I get that way where I want, I want, I want rather than being resolute in what it, what it is that I want and then uh, creating the, the action steps and then taking that the, the action to get there. You know, it, re- it reminds me of um, what we use. And I got this from Tom Callos, but the Black Belt Success System. So know what you want, have a plan and a success coach, take consistent yeah. action, review your progress and renew your goals. And, you know, um, we all know that we want to do better this year than we did last year. So we know that, 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 you know, we want to do that. But we need to be specific on what it is that we want. So do you want to gross, you know, $10,000 a month as opposed to the 5000 you were doing every single month? Or is it you want to go to 30000 a month because you were only doing twenty twenty five? Whatever it is, we need to uh, make that a little bit more tangible um, and, and nail it down and then break it up. And I think we all yeah. understand and know how to how to goal set and those type of things. But the the the, the whole resolute idea um, is that you know you you are you are going to not be that lawbreaker, meaning you are going to uh, get up early or you are going to read the twenty minutes or you are going to exercise whatever it is that. that whatever habits that you need to develop in order to get where it is that you want, because it's not enough to just say, yep, I want, I want, I want to gross $30,000 a month Uh this year, every single month. You, you yourself have to become that person that is worthy of $30,000 a month. And a lot of it has to do with the habits that you have. And I, there's a story that you bring up with regards to somebody that you coached before where, you know, they, their school wasn't doing so good. You said, Hey, let's do the, let's do the daily, daily journal, daily diary for right, the next week. Right. I want you to write down, you know, where you're spending your time, what you're doing. And, and I don't remember what the exact amount was, but it was, uh, let's just say, you know, two or three or four hours a day, whatever it was that the dude was playing the guitar. Yeah, however, though, I do give him credit because one of his goals was to learn how to play guitar. <laughs> okay, yeah, and that's but, but, okay. No, but, you but, can... but I'm just joking, but it, it consumed him, right? And that's really, that's where the problem is. So I'm sorry, I was just being being a little bit sarcastic. No, you're good, and I think I lost my feed. Oh, no, I don't think so. I see you, and um, get notified when Dwayne, oh, yeah, it says get notified when Dwayne goes live next. So I think that if you lost, I lost. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Come on. All right, let's see. So we're still being recorded for our actual podcast, but let me see. Well, the audio, Did yeah. We lose feed to video. Because I still see you and I both on Be Live. You know, it's right there. But I just asked, did we lose can you, our video? Can you see me talking? Video? I see the video still. Like, it still appears to be live on Facebook talking. Okay. All right. Well, then, my well, let, feed looks like it's it right. No, it says 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Let's see if Nicole Nicole says still see you guys. She's watching. All right. Well, obviously, if she sees it, then we're then we're good. Um, the heck, what were the heck were we talking about now? Well, you were talking about. I think you were. We talked about. Um, yeah, where did we get distracted on? Um, I, I forget too. <laughs> Let's just start from there. But it was all about. It was all about the, the sticking with those goals, right? And we talked. Yeah, that's what we were saying. We were saying like you know, you know, sticking with the goal, making that goal, and not sticking with it. And it's very easy to lose that kind of thing. You know, people will will eventually, uh, you know, say I'm going to do this. I'm going to get in the best shape of my life, and then they just oh. quit. Um, yeah. So, so what I was going to quickly say is that you, you just need to decide what are the habits that need to uh, you, you need right. to create in order to to move forward with what it is that the you want in your life. The guitar player, my old coaching client. Oh yeah. So um, you know, you if you're spending all that time, you know, you created that habit of of just working on the wrong things, right? And, and not right. working on the, the high income areas that we spoke about before in a different a different podcast. So with that being said. Um, take a look at what it is that you want to achieve and then the habits that are going to allow you to get there. And then just lastly, really quickly with regards to the habits, um, create some sort of way to put those habits into a routine. So if you have a morning routine or a, or a lunchtime routine or an afternoon routine or, or whatever, if you can marry some of those habits with the routines that you already have, uh, it will help you be a little bit more successful. So, for instance, I'll just give you this one. Um, you know, I, every morning I want I want to I have a, a a study a Bible study that I want to do. It's just a small little one. Um, and the, the, my problem was either I'm going to have to get up earlier to do it. It's only, it only takes about ten fifteen minutes. But if I get up early to do it, then I've got to I'm going to lose some sleep. Well, that in my head doesn't sound good. Um, so. I decided that I eat my breakfast at, at, the, at, at, the, at the table every single morning. I decided that I'm going to do it right there and not turn on the news. Mm-hmm. And so I won't watch the news. I will eat and do my study. So I, I already have a habit of, of eating at that same place almost that same time every single morning. So I, yeah. married, those two, I married those two together so that I, I hardly ever, because I, I hardly ever skip breakfast, uh, you know, right. so I don't miss I don't miss that. Does that kind of make sense? It does, and I love it. It's because it's like the old concept of taking a bad habit and replacing it with a good habit, or taking an old habit and replacing it with a new habit. And now you're using which people might not get, and I totally get right away is uh, time management skills you're using because you're saying, hey, what can I do in this time period where I have some time where I could shift a um, non-productive news-related watching TV activity to something that I could do, which is my Bible study, while eating breakfast in that same time slot. You didn't add on time to your day. You didn't make yourself more exhausted. You just didn't. You cut out something that maybe is insignificant. Like, really, is your life going to change all that much if you don't watch the news? No. But if you study and do Bible study, it will. It'll make you more spiritual. It'll give you a better connection to, you know, to your, your lifestyle and so on. So, yeah, I love that. That's just basically one of the greatest things people could ever do. And the easiest ways to do it is to replace an old habit with a new, better habit. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the three, we're going to go over three things that you need to focus on in your business and be resolute this year uh, about right. focusing on these things. So be very purposeful about focusing on these things. First one, we always have to feed the funnel. So it is 
It is marketing, marketing, marketing. New students every single month. New students every single week. Um, and so what you need to do is come up with a goal. Let's say it's, you know, to make it easy, let's just say it's eight new students a month. So those eight, and, and the reason I say that, because then you can break it down, you need two a week. Simple, mm -hmm. right? Right. Um, it, but, but to tear things back a little bit, it's not that simple. And so we have to back things up. And here's kind of what I mean. If I want to sign up two people a week, then, and if, and if my sign-up rate is 50%, that means that I need to bring in four people a week that actually come in and do the trial, right? Right. But that's not even right because let's say that, um, you know, out of the, the four people, I actually had five appointments. So that right. means that out of five appointments, four show up and then I sign up too. But that's still not true. Because now, how many inquiries did I have to actually make into appointments? Let's say I had a total of six inquiries, five people make an appointment, four people show up, I sign up too. So now the number is really six. I need, right. I need six inquiries that week in order to get two signups. Right. And I know you understand what I'm talking about, but I, I think a lot of people miss that. And, and in fact, I don't have it on me right now, but we did a call, I think, at the latter half of 2017 on the four stats that you needed to know in order to grow your business um, for 2018. And, and if you go back and listen to that, some of that is explained a little bit more in depth in that. But the first thing in order to grow your business this year is you really need to focus in on marketing, marketing, marketing. What am I going to do every single month to bring in, to sign up uh, those, those uh, uh, eight people? And, and so again, that means I have to, if those, if those, uh, percentages are right, every single week I have to have six inquiries. So let me add to this and, and actually stay right on target. I just want to enhance what you're saying. So people might be hearing this and going like, you know what? Um, I get it. I need to market more. I, I you know, that makes sense. Bring in more people, more chances of signing up. And you're saying even better, um, you know, learn how to be better at the sign-up process and sign up with the same amount of people. If you had 10 come through the door and you normally sign up 50%, if you're signing up 60%, you have six. And if you have 70%, you're seven. So get better at the sign-up process too. But what I want to say that with our word to be resolute, to stick with things and being able to be unwavering and never quit, um, the, the most important thing right now is that uh, people need to know that they can't waver. They can't do this for like a month because they're, they're excited. It's New Year's. I want to get in the best shape of my life. You go to the gym for a month and you quit, right? Resolute is a resolution, right, from, from resolution from the word resolute means to change, to, to make a, a promise to yourself. However, most people's promises to themselves die a really quick death, right? So we have to learn the habits that people like yourself and other successful business owners use to actually stick with things, right? So I, I have some thoughts on that when you're, when you're done, but I just wanted to add that to your comment. All right. Yeah, go, well, go ahead, and then I can go to the next part. Okay, well, what I was going to say, the, you know, to, the, I think the biggest, and, and correct me if I'm wrong or add to it, and anyone else who's listening could do the same, but I think the biggest problem with this type of topic, with changing who you are, with getting in better shape, with making more money, is learning what holds you back, right? Like when I do coaching, I, I, 
I try to change a person's life. I try to give them habits. I try to give them systems. But quite often, the growth is very, very small because they're not changing what they're doing. Like, in other words, like, for example, um, if I was a personal trainer and I said, Dwayne, I want to train you. You want to lose 50 pounds. And, and I've seen this on the show, The Greatest American Loser, like when they lose weight and they do a competition where um, they'll do everything the trainer says, exercise-wise, this and that and so on and so forth, and then they'll cheat on their diet. And they'll actually do all this hard work and kill themselves but gain weight, right? So, like, what does a business owner do? A lot of times they throw a bunch of marketing out there, spend a ton of money, and then they don't really have a formulated plan. Some of it sticks, some of it doesn't. And then after that, a month later, they're back to the same old, same old, the thick of things, just doing nothing. And then they wonder why their business has these flip-flops. It's not consistent growth on an on a upward, even if it's a small percentage on an upward upward level, right, on an onward uh, a climb. So that's, right. that was my only point. It's about changing habits first off. Yeah, and there's only three ways to grow your business, right? First way is to, to, to get more people in. Right. Right? Um, the, 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 the second way is to get them to buy more often. Well, uh-huh. we, are, we, we have a product that they buy more, you know, it's, they, they pay us monthly, so it's not just a one, one-time thing. But uh-huh. I can't get them to necessarily buy too much more often uh, than what they're already buying, especially if they're on a monthly tuition, right? Right. And then the other one is to uh, charge more. Now, right. some, of the, some of the listeners could, could start right away, give themselves a raise this year yeah. by focusing on charging a, a new price for the new year. Even if you want to grandfather the people that are with you now, you know, right. if, if you're charging 100 bucks, you know, jump it to, to 119, to 129, to 139, to 149. I mean, you know, take that leap. Uh, and do and do it. Uh, if you remember Brent Tibbetts, we did that uh, that yeah. call on him and how he ended up quitting his job and doing this full time because now this is his job. That was a big mental uh, hurdle for him to not charge a hundred bucks a month. You know, it was yeah. scary for him to go to one nineteen to one twenty nine. You know, and to move those type of things. And so, um, one, I would say, hey, take a look at your um, uh, your what, what you're charging. And I could care less what anybody else is charging around you, but take a look at what you're charging and make sure that you're able to deliver on on that amount and more and then charge yeah. more for the next people, the next set of people that come in. And if you're having yeah. a problem with that, just start looking in the mirror and start saying, uh, you know, uh, uh, it, the price of the program is 139 a month. And they say to you, you know, uh, you know, well, that's kind of high. And you say, well, you know, well, that's kind of high. Compared to what? I mean, you got... Yeah, exactly. So, but, 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 and, and that's a whole sales process we can get into. Well, well I was just saying, just being able to say that, you know, with yeah. a straight face is going to be important. Go ahead. Well, you know what? Um, even if people are afraid, even if you raise your tuition $10 a month, right? If you have a hundred students, right? That's how much? A thousand bucks, right? And a thousand times 12, that's 12,000 more a year. That for some, depending on where you live, that could be your mortgage payment all year, or that could be a condo if you want to buy a summer home, or that could be an unbelievably outlandish vacation for the entire family, or that could pay down debt, right? So there's so many things that you, you could think about it. But I mean, I would, and by the way, if you're nervous, test market the next five or 10 people and, and see how many people resist and how many don't. But one thing I do warn you is don't base it on that because sometimes you undersell and you're nervous and you are not confident enough to sell it at the new price or the first 10 or 15 people, you fail. Then you go, you see, 
I was right. I, I, I knew I was at the right price point. And by the way, Ferrari never asked, I'm sure, like, what is BMW charging? Lamborghini never said, or Bugatti, they charge a $1.5 million for a car. No way in the world is a car worth $1.5 million. It's just insanity. I bet you if they put all that material and all labor together, they're lucky if they spent hundred grand on that car. But what makes them be able to charge that? how they sell it, the brand, what they believe it to be, and the culture, right? And that's really what's important in, in this conversation. So, yeah, I'll let you continue. Yeah, so that I would focus in on raising your prices if that is applicable. Um, and, again, if you're at $100, 119 129 even for a base program, you really need to raise it up, okay? Um, the second thing alongside of that, would to be would be to have upgraded programs. So black belt club, master club, leadership, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, and now an upgrade program is different than an add-on program. And here's what I mean, at least at my school. So an upgrade program is something that upgrades their price, upgrades also everything else that they're getting, and it's on a monthly basis. So that's a guaranteed income uh, bump. So, you know, for instance, we charge 149 a month for our base program, and then when they go to our leadership, it's 169 a month. So it was a bump of $20 per month, and, and right. that's, the upgraded, that's the upgraded program. Uh, the other thing that you can do is have add-on programs. So, uh, like right now, we have an add-on program. We have that sparring camp. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's only for two months, but it was an add-on program, um, you know, that brought in you know, a couple of thousand dollars yeah. for, you know, eight classes of my time. Or, no, excuse me, 14, right. 14 classes of my time, I think. Right. And so um, that's an add-on program. Now, that, that's not guaranteed money over the whole year unless you uh, – well, it's never guaranteed, but you can then do a different add-on program. So one could be both staff if you don't teach it, you know, all that often, or another one could be – you know, whatever it is, those are all add-on programs that can help your bottom line. So if yeah. you're looking at your monthly tuition, obviously you need to market, market, market to bring those individuals in. But the, the quickest way to raise your bottom dollar uh, or bottom line is to raise your, your prices, raise your prices for your basic program. And then if you don't already have an add-on program, add one on and raise the price for that. And then some sort of additional add-on programs that they can uh, get as well. Yeah, and you know what? Um, thinking about all this stuff, I just had this conversation just this morning with one of my clients who had been with me for a long time. And um, we both were just chatting this morning as friends. And I was saying, like, yeah, it was weird. Like, I had the greatest September, October, and November last year. I was like, oh, my God, if it continues like this, the economy is going to be, in, you know, it's changing. And, man, what is the future going to look like? I'm really – and then December dropped out. January has been mediocre, maybe middle of the range or below, slower. Um, but, um, but what I noticed, though, and even with my client, is that we've had great years financially. So my one client said to me, he goes, well, it's not if you focus just on making money, um, you're really not going to be able to grow. And I said, that's true. But here's the thing, and, and I want to point this out. Focus on your school. Focus on the service. Focus on those upgrade programs that are going to give more benefits to the students, right? So we call it, let's say we call it a black belt club, but what is it going to do for the student? It's not just a name, a patch, a uniform, but, like, what's it going to do for them? And then focus on the student's growth and benefit 
And I promise you that the income will be there as long as you have sound business practices that go along with it, right? So sometimes people are so – like, I, I don't want to mention names, but there was a consultant. He was very popular in our industry many, many years, very spiritual at times. And you'll probably know exactly who I'm talking about, but um, had many schools that closed down, um, you know, really, really didn't stick to anything. But he was on this very spiritual quest but he didn't have the business practices included in it. So his schools would inevitably fail because you can only give so much without having a business plan behind it. So, um, yeah, I, I think that you're right, though. Upgrades are the key, and there are other co- courses of, uh, you know, sources of growth in a business as well. But, um, so, yeah, so continue. I just wanted to add to that. Yeah, so, again, you know, the the the, the first one is to make sure that you're marketing on a consistent basis. Every day, you need to be doing something that is going to advance your school with regards to marketing. Um, if I could throw this out there, uh, you should always have a stapled offer. So your website should always have some sort of stapled offer, whether it's uh-huh. six weeks, six weeks for $69 or whatever it is. Um, and then you should have um, uh, some sort of seasonal or quarterly specials depending and, and, you know, our industry is so cyclical that, that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Uh, what right. do I mean by that? At, at Christmas time, you should have some sort of martial arts for Christmas. At uh, um, the summer, you should have some sort of, you know, martial arts for the summer. Back to school, you should have some sort of martial arts for back to school. It could mm-hmm. be the same. It could be the exact same offer. You know, if you're, let's say you're doing this six weeks for 69 bucks, but then it's just, you know, karate for, uh, uh, Christmas, to, you, you know, and then it's six weeks for sixty nine bucks. I mean, it right. doesn't it doesn't right. have to, but but by uh, changing the name of what it is is going to make a going to make a difference. So yeah, some sort of some sort of marketing that you're doing on a on a daily on a daily basis in order to move your school forward is going to be important. Now, does it all paid marketing? No, it doesn't have to be all paid marketing. You could um, you know write press releases to put in your newspaper. When, you know, you have your um, uh, graduations and you take pictures, you could submit those type of things. So those uh-huh. are all small little uh, marketing things that you can do, you know, that aren't, that aren't going to cost you any money, but they do cost you a little bit of time. So, right. But anyways, marketing, marketing, marketing. The second one is to uh, ra- raise your prices if, if applicable. Add in, the, um, uh, add in or the upgrade programs. Uh, if you don't already have them, or maybe right. reevaluate them and charge more for them for for, yeah. for new people, and then um, some sort of add-on programs that go along with that. Now, with regards to add-on programs, this is an offshoot, and this isn't one of the ones that I want to necessarily talk about today. But uh, and I know this is a big one for you, Allie, is retail. So uh-huh. taking taking retail, and and maybe we put this in as the bonus one, but taking retail and tying it into um, your basic program, your upgrade program, and then also your add-on programs should have some sort of uh, retail that go along with them as well, whether it's mandatory or optional, either one. So like a quick one, super simple, is in a basic program, everybody's going to need some sort of sparring gear. And, yeah, Allie, you taught me this. They should have at least three things that they're going to select, meaning package one, package two, package three, um, and statistic-wise, people choose package two over package one and package two over package three. Uh, so the, the middle of the road is usually where most people are at. 
uh, I have specifically made the middle of the road. Um, it's middle, it's middle priced, but from a, um, uh, a business side, I, I actually make more with my middle one than I do with the uh, lower right. end one and the higher end one. Right. So right. take that into consideration. You need to make sure that you have retail that's built into these things. Um, you know, and I'll give another one. This is something that you do. I haven't bit the bullet to, to do this yet. I will do it. Um, but you kind of create a culture of retail by the, the whole uniform thing that you do where they have to wear a t-shirt and it has to be one of your t-shirts. It has to be the Long Island Jitsu black t-shirt. Specific, specific style specific. too. Yep, yep. And so that's all built in. So, you know, every kid and even adult, after they get enough sweat stains in it, they want to get a different one anyhow. So they're going to buy at least one and then if not two a year, but at least one every single year. So you're guaranteed uh, that type of income. Sometimes they'll buy two. And, in fact, what I like what you do is, you know, at the enrollment process, not only do you – you know, uh, give them an opportunity at the enrollment process to buy a second uniform in totality, meaning a shirt and, and everything yeah. uh, at that time for a discount um, because they are going to have to wash them in between and now they can just uh-huh. wash everything on the on the weekend. So that's right. another small little thing that, again, that's, see what that is, is that's retail built into, um, you know, curriculum. built into your, your curriculum. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like, listen, I, I talk to people, too, and they're like, oh, we don't do, we don't have gear. I'm like, well, I bet you kind of do. Um, you know, they're like some schools don't, they're, they're, let's say they're a Muay Thai school. So they, you could put a package together that's mandatory, that they get a pair of gloves, a pair of hand wraps, a bag to carry it in, a mouthpiece, um, gloves, glove dogs that they, you know, they air out the bag, deodorizing glove inserts that we call glove dogs where you could hang them around your neck and hold the gloves and, um, you know, shin guards, groin protector, mutai, short, you know, like the list goes on and on and on, but sometimes we see things short-sighted, right? And I'm not looking, in my life, I've gone through like many, many phases of who I am, Ali Alberigo, and you know, like, so, um, but you know, I'm more about you know, creating this unbelievable surface, a uh, service, uh, you know, teaching people and creating a culture that people really benefit from. However, um, there are th- certain things that people need to get in order to be able to perform, right? <clears throat> My fiance, Nicole, just bought special sneakers for, for spin class that they lock into the pedal, right? And um, she's like, oh, I just bought sneakers. I don't know how much they were, probably like 100, 150 bucks, right, for a pair of sneakers, right? However, you know, I said, you could just wear your other sneakers. She's like, I got the best workout of my life with these sneakers. And I'm like, how do sneakers make a difference? What I didn't realize is when they lock into the pedal, you're not just pushing, you're actually you're pulling, pulling and, and retracting. So it's double yep. the workout. It's a push and a pull exercise. So if people knew this stuff, they'd go, oh, I want the sneakers, right? And, and for us as coaches, we should say you should have the sneakers, right? Because so you're going to get the full workout. So, I mean, a lot of times in the retail area, we shoot ourselves in the foot because we're afraid to ask for the upgrade on the better bow staff or the better set of fighting gear or the better shock doctor mouthpiece versus the $4 mouthpiece that really doesn't protect your teeth. You know, so there's a lot of options, and, and I've done this call. You've done it with me. We've done it together on, on retail. So uh, let's let you move on to some of your other thoughts because this is really great. By the way, 
resolute is important. The word resolute, to be resolute on this. Like you said, I'm going to do this. I will do this and ask. Like we have to make it a habit that just like in McDonald's, and by the way, I believe that I heard Mark Cuban, the owner of uh, AMC Movie Theaters, I think he owns AMC Movie Theaters now too. He said that just by asking for that 25 cent upgrade, they added millions of dollars onto their bottom line. That's why they will fire someone. If they don't say, would you like a 25 cent upgrade with that? Because if everyone's not asking, they're not going to sell. But if everyone's asking, it could add millions to the to the net because it's a, just a little bit bigger of a cup and just a little tiny bit more soda, but for a massive amount of income, right? So it's important to be to stick with, you know, the, this kind of stuff on a regular basis. Everyone who buys, say, hey, would you like a uniform with that? If they buy one, you ask them if they want another, right? It should be the habit. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and you know, uh, uh, this goes into retail too uh, with regards to building into your curriculum, but every every single one of us has a, a curriculum, and right. everybody starts at no belt or white belt. Why couldn't there be, you know, at no belt or white belt, the, the uh, no belt, white belt DVD that they get, maybe they get that as part of joining, but then after that, it's like at the presentation, you're like, hey, um, you know, I know you signed up for a year. You're going to go through these three belts while you're, you know. So if you'd like to add on the other DVDs, and and what we'll do is we'll hold on to them. And when you graduate, we'll give them to you at the graduation, and now you have right. the next DVD. You can get it at a discount. Yada yada yada. I mean, so there's so yep. many other ways just besides you know uh, uh, basic or generic retail to uh, add benefits in. Even if you have some sort of manual that goes along with right. it, you know, of you of you actually explaining the things and it's you you know, pictures of you doing the moves and Right. There's so many of those uh opportunities. So by the way, uh, not first, not by the way, not to um to because some people said to me, uh, are you like a, a Spark membership per, you know, do you you promote the company? But I'm a Spark member, you're a Spark member, and they have a thing called the university now online where you could put together the literally an online course university and you could charge for it and you can add in videos and um uh, support documents, PDFs and uploads and so on. So I have my first three belt levels already done. I actually have Little Warrior, Beginner, White and Yellow already fully completed with DVDs. The the I took all my DVDs by the way and broke them up and made it into digital content. Because you know how many times I say, hey, Dwayne, you should get my DVD. You're going like a DVD, like the younger generation. I don't even own a DVD player. And computers don't even come with them anymore. So, like, you know, she's like, they're like, okay, so now I have digital content that I could sell around the world via Sparks University platform, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, just again, I'm not trying to sell it either. Uh, it's a lot easier than creating a, a, a WordPress blog, uh, back end, all that other stuff that I've, that I have. I mean, I, yeah, thousands and thousands of hours in order to create that. And, uh, what's funny is, uh, I taught my head instructor just this week, um, how to, uh, 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 you know, do the Spark University. I mean, I took maybe yeah. five minutes with him. He watched the rest of the videos, and then I said, "Here, here's the back end. Just start taking the code the, of the video." And I, I shot a video on how to do it, and yeah. he already has our four first four belt levels done already. Amazing! In 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 one afternoon, just because uh, it's so much easier than what I was doing before. Anyways, yeah. um, so the first thing that we're talking about here uh, to, that you need to focus in on is marketing every day. Uh, day in, day out, you need to be doing something that's driving uh, the inquiries into your school. The second thing we talked about is, you know, looking at your price structure and raise them. The other thing along with that one, okay, I just want to quickly add, is 
this is the time to do it. Do an inventory, a student inventory of everybody that's in your school so you can find mm -hmm. out who is getting reduced lunch and who's getting yeah. free lunch. And revisit those individuals because there's some money there that you're probably not getting that you could be getting. It's alarming, okay? It's alarming. So make sure that you do that. Again, I'm not going to push Spark, but the nice thing about Spark is you can have those as uh, memberships. So any free membership or reduced lunch membership I have, that's how they're labeled so that I know my free memberships and my reduced lunch memberships, yeah. by the way. Okay? Absolutely. So that's, that, that's the second thing. The, 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 uh, the third thing that we need to make sure that we're focusing in on is our, our relationship to our current students. All right. Now, when I say the third thing, I'm not saying it's the last thing, like you should leave this for last. I just brought this up as the last topic that we're going to talk about today. So mm -hmm. um, the, the, the relate, and I want to say relationship rather than retention because I think words matter. You talked about this in the beginning. What can I do to create a better relationship with, and then finish the sentence. So what can I do to create a better relationship with my trials? What can I do to create a better relationship with my white belt first monther? What can I do to create a better relationship with my white belt second month? You know, that type of thing. And come up with um, uh, some sort of, it's, now it's called onboarding, right, how you onboard people. Um, I used to call it the path where you would just, you know, create this path that everybody right. goes through. Right. So whatever term you want to come up with, you, there needs to be relationship that is purposefully happening at those times. Let me give you some just real quick, simple ones that you can do. Um, anybody that's on a trial with us, gets a good job card, at least one good job card within their trial, whether it's a, whether it's like the karate for Christmas is in a two month trial or whether it's a two week trial, they're going to get a, um, from the head instructor who's teaching them, they're going to get a good job card that's sent to them. That's one little touch. Mm -hmm. Other touches. And, uh, and I think I sent this to you, my, my whole video series that they get that's, that's broken up. Did you, did, did I send you that, Allie? You did, yeah. I started watching a lot of the stuff you sent me the other day. It was, it's awesome. Okay. And basically, that's my onboarding process. You know, the right. videos are broken up where I, I tell them a little bit about the studio and why we exist and what to expect. The next one is about the, uh, you know, the, the, I think it's belt tying time card. And, and if, if you need help, how can you get it? And this is where you go, right. or this is how you contact us, yada, yada, yada. The next one is broken up confidential facts about martial arts in general and specifically about Dwayne Broman's TriStar Martial Arts Academy. And then the other one is, uh, like, uh, missed classes, private lessons, how those all work, I think. And then there's another one that talks about the enrollment conference, uh, what they need to expect. I go over the price of the program. I, I, I tell them all the things that they need to expect. I give them creative opportunities inside of that because, you know, some people hear that it's 149 a month and they think, oh, my gosh, I can't afford 149 a month. But then when I tell them they can split the payments into half or they can split it into quarters where they can just pay, you know, uh, every Friday. I mean, just, or, or if they want to save money, they can pay it in full. I mean, there's just so many other things. So if you really think about the relationship and how you, like, how would you like to have been spoken to your the first time you were contacted and the next touch and the next touch and the next touch. 
And what I would do is take the individual – so this just doesn't become such a massive project. You, If it takes you, let's say, four years to make a black belt, let's just use that, mm-hmm. right? So you have you have um, um, uh, 48 months. I would just be one month ahead of everybody. So what do I mean? I mean, right now, work on what the people are going to get when they join in February. And then in February, start working on the things that the people are going to get when they join in March, meaning that you're going to follow these white belts through and through and through. So that way it doesn't become a daunting task. You're going to create the path, the relationship path that you want them to experience. Right. Um, and so that it happens on a timely manner. And I think yeah. that even though I said that is third uh, in our conversation, it's probably to me the number one importance because you you want to be servicing the clients that you already have. It is cheaper to keep the people that you already have than it is to go out and get more people. We still have to go out and get more people, but if you really stop and focus on how you have a relationship with them. Now, not only the path that you're going to take them on, but the experiences that you want them to have. So, for instance, let's say at White Belt, you want not only the the kids to have the experience on the floor, but every single White Belt parent, you want them to go through a, um, you know, uh, a martial arts parenting class. Meaning right. how you're going to educate them on how to do X, Y, or Z. That could be a physical one, but nowadays you could actually make a virtual one where it's, it's, uh, uh you know, recorded and it's already done and ready for them. Again, if you had Spark, you could <laughs> tie that into yeah. a Spark University one and, and, and you can actually see whether they did the course or not inside there because they have to check mark that it's done. Um, right. So anyways, I think this this whole idea of retention needs to be shift to relationship and right. start to look at how I can create a better relationship with the individuals that I already have and how can I create a better relationship to the individuals that are going to start to come into my school. So those are the three yeah. topics that I wanted to talk about today. Yeah, and you know what? You said a few things, which is kind of cool, onboarding. I like that, where I get people on board, right, really, and that's important. So, and in talking about retention, you talked about relationships, and also it's education is the key, right? Um, I want to use the word onboard, but we could also call it the buy-in, right? And when I say buy-in, I don't mean financially. I mean the people who believe in what you do, right? So um, with the way the world is so divisive and crazy, we want to make sure that our clientele, at least the ones that are in our business, are very highly connected to our philosophies and believe in what we do. Um, Not everyone will believe fully, right? You might have percentiles of of belief, right? But it's important to get them at the highest level of belief on board as possible. So like, for instance, uh, I had a young girl, she trained with me for, since she's three, she's like 11 now, she had, had autism. Um, it's been a continual struggle. Not only both parents are also have autism, um, and um, it's been a little bit difficult for me to continually keep on teaching this kid because the parents protect her and overprotect and overshadow and always battling, you know, the world and yada, yada, yada. So it's been a long haul. It's been like seven years of me struggling. And just recently he said, yeah, well, she doesn't want to do it anymore, and she's we're going to let her stop. And I'm I'm frustrated for two reasons. One, because I think it really does well for her. And two, because I put in all this time and then they just got to a point where they're going to say, we're going to quit, right? But but look, we've kept her six or seven years. We did a good job for that period of time. However, 
um, for many years, they, they've said, I think we're going to stop. And they believed in my message. They believed in the on board. They were on board with what our philosophies and our history and our culture of our school um, was. And um, that's what really helped me keep them for as long as I can. So I agree with you 100% relationships, um, the buy-in or onboarding to make sure they're in the group and they understand the benefits. We're not just another hobby. We're not just another activity. We're not just another, um, you know, flash-in-the-pan thing that the kids are going to dabble in and move on uh, with the other 50 million things that they will until they hit adulthood. We want to be one of the staple products, staple items, staple lessons in their life that's going to shape mold and create who they are and I always quite often ask my students are you a martial artist or do you do the martial arts and when people kind of shake their head and don't they look at me in confusion I know that they're just doing the martial arts but if they've been in it long enough that they think like a martial artist I mean even when they have to drive they think like a strategic martial artist would think or when they get in an argument with someone they think strategically or when they come up with an obstacle course or struggles in their life they think like a martial artist, and that's what changes them. So, again, without getting into this long-winded thing, which I kind of think I already did, <laughs> we want to we make, make sure that um, people believe in the message. And that, by the way, in this day and age, it's not easy. You have to do continual bombardment and, you know, and continually repetitively um, tell that message and scream it from the rooftops or people are just not going to hear it with all the white noise going on in their lives. Yeah, that makes sense, truth, man. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, so absolutely. quickly, can I? I'll throw, I want to throw out to people, like you know, again, back to the word, you know, to be resolute, to stick with things. Let me quickly, and Dwayne's covered most of these, but I'm, a, I have a thing called the seven steps to keys to income that I teach to my clients for a student-based business. Number one is always going to be new students. Dwayne talked about marketing. He talked about all of that stuff, but consistent, um, you know, doing it not for one month because you're excited or not because you made a resolution, but really sticking with it. Number two, creating those relationships with the existing students, which we then call retention, right? People want to stay because they believe in the message and so on. Number three, Dwayne mentioned it, the upgrade programs, having somewhere for people to be able to go, um, somewhere for them that's different than the norm, right? Something that they've been doing for the last three years, basic program. Now they want to go to the Black Belt Club, the leadership team, the demo team, the performance team, instructor training uh, school and, and university, yada, yada, yada. Number four, um, for income is special events, right? Like what events are we doing? I was just talking to another one of my clients yesterday, and um, they're doing a boot camp, and they, and they did really well. I think they have 15 people at 125 bucks. It's a six-week course, so they're making some seriously good money. And I said, now what's the upgrade? Are they going to go from this? And then they're done, and you got to find 15 new people, or can you take these 15 people and put them into a more advanced, upgraded program, uh, more intensified, maybe longer, harder, body weight exercises, and you have another upgrade? And where do they go from there? Uh, or else we're just constantly filling the bucket and then just pushing them out the door. Um, the, the fifth thing is uh, retail. Dwayne mentioned it, and um, I believe it. It gets me excited. I love retail. I love when people um, are interested in wearing the brand and loving the designs we come up with. And then there are a few others that I may not really push with certain school owners, like pay-in-fulls or what we call compression payments. People pay their membership in full, or they take the last half of their membership and they pay it off. And then, of course, last but not least, but most ignored is outside programs, teaching to real estate agencies, teaching to hospitals. My yoga teacher, she goes on a regular basis and she teaches at public schools 
and gets paid for it, like she does yoga and meditation with high schoolers. You know, why are we not doing what Chuck Norris used to do years ago and running gym classes, but for a fee, not just to try to get a glorified trial class, but actually making money at it and changing lives. Yeah, I, uh, I, I've i got a school that's a three, four, five, and six-year-old school that I start tomorrow. Wow. Um, and it's uh, it's nine – is it nine, nine? Yeah, nine weeks in a row. And um, I I did some negotiations, and uh, I'm charging $75 an hour. Um, and I think throughout the whole day I end up doing a total of uh, five, five and a half hours. Right. There you go. And by the way, most school, school owners are just, martial arts school owners are just happy to be able to be invited into a school system because they look at it like, oh my God, I have, you know, 500 kids that I'm going to be able to chat with, right? But um, just understand one thing, these schools all have a budget and you should ask them what their budget is. And they'll, they'll say to you, um, I'm not sure. And you go, well, here's my price, $1,500 for the day. And they'll go, oh, that's a little out of our budget. Well, what can you afford? For you, I'll, I'll do it at whatever you guys can afford because I want to work with you and help the kids, right? You'd be quite surprised. I've had that happen to me where people have said, oh, how about 900 I'm like, oh, okay. I was going to give it away for free. They don't know that because I, I wanted to, to help, and I also wanted possibly to reach students and get more people in my school, but I made well, $900 and did the same thing. Let me let me just say that my, uh, you know, where my barrier was is I thought, man, are they really going to take $75 an hour? Right. And without batting an eye, they took $75 an hour. Oh, so and that's you know, cheap. Yeah. But you, know, but you know in my head, I'm going, oh, my gosh, I should have done $100 an hour now. You right. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing, though. You always constantly want to say to yourself, like, shoot for the sky and then settle for less. You could always do that. But, like, people will say to you, well, I don't know, Dwayne. You know, I, I was only looking to spend 3000 You know, like, I've had that where people have – I've had people that have actually nickel and dimed me in their heads, and it came in at, like, ten times higher than I would have ever asked in the beginning. So, I mean, so it's really important that we understand our value, right, because – most people who show up at a school and they do an assembly, they do a school talk, they do a public speaking engagement, they're paid to do that. They're not traveling from Iowa to come and speak for free. They're getting good money and they get really good money to do it. A friend of mine, a friend of mine lives in Connecticut. He actually was at my high school, which is literally like a quarter mile down the road speaking about bullying at my high school from I should have been asked, but he was smart. He went out, he marketed to them. He got paid like two or three grand. So like, you know, I, it, you got to really think that way. So anyway, so outside activities are very, very important. So if, if I could close with one thing to everyone, um, you know, I think that people, the word to be resolute, to be able to stick with, to be unwavering, to not quit, that should be your, your cry, your battle cry this year, right? Because we always find ourselves wavering. We're going to market. We're going to grow our school. And then something gets us down or things don't work. The ad we put out didn't work. And we, we go, you know what? It's never going to work, right? And we go back or we go back to um, the, the hamster wheel kind of mentality of just doing what we do all the time, hoping that it's going to get better this year. The economy is better. The, this is better. Listen, you make your own future. I, I know this for a fact because if I just – say, woe is me and hope that society changes for me, I'm going to be out of business, right? I need to be the one that's out there for myself, making it happen every day, right? And it's like Tony Robbins, he always says, you know, C-N-I, I wrote it down, can you see that? It's backwards, can I, C-A-N-I, 
constant and never-ending improvement. That's what it stands for. Tony, I have it on my wall. I was going to try to peel it off, but it's taped up there. Um, and then the last thing is when you're doing this stuff, I wrote it out on paper map, your massive action plan. If you have a goal, like you said, get more students, we have to think about how you're going to do that. What are the five steps you're going to take to make it happen? Just don't wish for it and don't think by throwing one ad out there it's going to work. You have to right. really be re resolute in mm -hmm. making sure that it happens. So thank you for that word, Dwayne. I think it's like it's going to change my whole year. All right. Sounds good. Well, I yeah. appreciate your time and uh, appreciate hanging out with you again. Yeah, awesome. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, you know, we had some people on the call, and this always gets shared. Don't ask to share, right? Everyone can share it. As long as they're in our group, they can share it. And um, right. how else can they get – how else can they people hear what we do? Because we've had – this is, what, 197. We're almost approaching yeah, – yeah. what do we do when we hit 200? There's got to be, like, someone's probably going to mail us, like, some sort of, like, a $100,000 check or something for being so resolute yeah. and – sticking with this and going, listen, we appreciate it. I'm a billionaire. I want to take care of you guys. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there in case anyone out there is listening. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think Trump or George Soros, either one is going to send us a check. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, but uh, yeah, so cool, dude. So how do they, how do they hear us on iTunes and stuff? What do they have to do? Yeah, so yeah, basically you could look for schoolownertalk.com. If you just type in schoolownertalk.com in iTunes, it'll come right up. But you can go to uh, – uh, schoolownertalk.com and actually uh, subscribe there. Uh, there's an iTunes link. There's a uh, an Android link as well, so you can uh, get all that information right there. And there's a couple other goodies that are on there. I won't spoil it. You know, you, guys you know, it's interesting. On my on my way to Florida, I was you know getting bored with just music. I drove to Florida in my in my car, and um, I started listening to some podcasts. Of course, I was able to do it through my phone. And I was listening to our podcast. First of all, I didn't know we had that cool intro music. That's awesome with the rock and roll, which made me happy. Um, and the <laughs> second thing, too, is it made me lead into, and we were linked to, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. So it's like, oh, other podcasts similar to ours, to mine and yours, was like Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, who's like the go-to guy for social media and business entrepreneurship. So I started, ended up listening to a lot of his podcasts on the way. So it's cool to see that we're kind of in that vein with those motivational business gurus and people that are out there to help people. So I think that that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, until next All right. week. All right, dude. I'll see you next week. Everybody have a great day. Sayonara. Take care. No, no. Everybody be resolute. Yes, that's <laughs> true. That that should be our tagline from now on when we, we, we end it. At least for this year. Yeah. All right. See you later.